Hey, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Eva Miller. As a domestic violence survivor turned life and wellness coach, I'm here to help you fully know your value, reclaim your power, and boldly create the life you love instead of living from someone else's script. So if you're feeling stuck and looking for help, or you just want to be reminded that it's okay to be your unique self in a conforming world, you're in the right place. Don't water down your wild. Step out of the race you never wanted to be in and forge your own path. Let's go. Hello, hello, my friend. What's going on? I hope you're having a great day. Big Sexy is back in the studio with me. Whoop, whoop. And by studio, I mean bedroom. <laughs> that doesn't sound... I know, it sounds. Know. that didn't sound good either. He's back in the uh, office, office part of the bedroom with me. How about that? Yeah. Anyway, thanks for coming back. Thanks. I thanks love for when you're here. I love being here. It's fun. Yeah. So today I want to give an update because something has changed and it's a change I am very excited about and I want to share it with you. I got certified by Brendan Burchard as a high performance coach and I am super thrilled. It was a lot of work, but I loved every minute of it. My dorky little heart was very happy studying and learning and stuff. It was very cool. So Yeah, you had a lot more fun doing that than than the IT conference I went to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was gonna have more fun than that too. Um he had a conference in South Carolina and I was gonna go with him. But when the opportunity to get certified now came up, instead of going with him, I decided to stay home and do the certification. And I could have done it at the hotel room in South Carolina, but I knew I wasn't going to be as comfortable. And I also knew the days were going to be very long and mentally intense. So I opted to stay home, but you definitely did not. Yeah. (laughs) I I encouraged you to stay home because I knew you needed the time without distractions so you could focus on the work that needed to be put into it. Yeah. But I definitely had more fun than you. You did. Either way. But I was so excited for you all week long. (laughs) All I kept thinking about in my downtime was, how's it going? How's she doing? What's, what's she learning? It was intense. I was learning all the things. It was it was good, though. It was really good. And so you might be wondering, why do I care? <laughs> you should care because as your life coach, <laughs> I'm learning things that are better and that I can share with others. I'm learning more. I'm getting to be a better coach. And that's exciting for you and me for this podcast. It's all it's all up Good, exciting. So, yay! Yay! Um, I wanted to ask a little bit, though. Um, I know you still have a bunch of questions. I do have. I've got questions out the wazoo. Yeah, we haven't talked a whole lot about it. It was sort of a... I was brain dead by the end of the week. Yeah. Yes. And a little you, bit of time to, <laughs> to soak everything in. And you came home exhausted. Because I was bored out of my skull. Yeah. Too much stimulation on me. Not enough stimulation on you. So IT yeah. conferences, they're not like super woo. No, it definitely wasn't like the, the coaching summit that we went to. It was not high <laughs> energy by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. Okay. Um, what's your question? You've been a coach for a while. Yeah. You know, I actually said in an episode, I've been a coach almost two years and it hasn't been almost two years. Oh, no, it's, it's been, been longer than that because when we met, you were coaching me. Well, that's 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 true. I mean, yeah. she wasn't my coach when we met. It's just one of those things that throughout our life, she has coached me on things, not told me what to do, but helped me to sort through the thoughts in my head. Okay. Sometimes I do tell you what to do, but that is not coaching. Coaching is not telling you what to do. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But what are you talking about in particular? Well, 
when we first met, I had given up on a dream that I had of being in the Air Force. Oh, yeah. Because I thought I was, you know, it was already too late in life for me to go in and all that stuff. And on our second date, we were talking about future, you know, things like that. And and I said, you know, well, I had wanted to go into the Air Force, but uh, I just kind (laughs) of not going to do that. And you started asking the questions. Why? You told me it was too late. I'm like, at the whopping age of 21, it's too late? Too late for what? (laughs) You're just getting started. Yes, I remember that conversation very well. Yeah, so you you encouraged by the questions that you ask of, well, why don't you check with the recruiter? See what you can do. See if it's still something that's viable. You know, you just kind of walked me through the thoughts in my head. That's because you had no thoughts. You thought it was dead. I did, yeah. You thought it's impossible and too late. I missed my window Mm -hmm. because apparently you thought that window started when you were like 17 and closed when you were 18 or something like that. I don't know. Most people go into the military right out of high school, 18 years old, and I'm already in my 20s, which means that for the most part, once I as I started to progress, my supervisors would all be younger than me and not as mature as me. In some ways. Yeah. I'm okay. still not mature in a lot of ways. I, I was going to pick on you about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you, you coached me through that, through my thought process. I did. I did. I challenged then, your thoughts, yes. Yeah. Another one that stands out is, you know, we had, we as a family had orders to go to Kadena overseas, the island of Okinawa. And we were looking forward to it. We were oh, excited yeah. about it because you had never been there. I definitely had never been there. And it was something new that we could experience together with our kids. And I had to go to a, a tech school an extension of my tech school for skill advancement. And I found out they needed instructors. So I, we were casually having a conversation on one of our phone calls. And I said, you know, I found out they, they need instructors here in Texas. And um, I said, yeah, I kind of toyed with the idea, but then, you know, nah, not really. And you said, well, well, why not? And I said, well, the last time I was in Texas, they were yelling and screaming at me for basic training and I don't want to go back. <laughs> and you reminded me of a conversation we had when I went through the tech school years ago, about 10 years ago, mm-hmm. 10 and you years said, you know, that. you came home one day from school and you said, at some point in my career, I want to come back and teach the new recruits to do what I'm doing. And I totally forgot that conversation. Mm-hmm. So you started asking questions again and like, you know, well, what would it look like? Can you even do that? You know, what does it take? I said, well, I don't have any degrees, none of them that they want you to have. I, you know, I don't have this. I don't have that. And you're like, well, what would it take to get all of that? And I'm like, I don't know. So you <laughs> just kept leading through the conversation and asking the questions and, and prompted the, the thought process. And it's like, okay, I'll, I'll apply and see what happens. And I got to be an instructor. Changed the whole course of your life. Just it like sure the did. first one. Yeah. 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 It took me a second to remember what you were referring to when you first said it. And then I remembered. Yes. I remember that conversation really well, too, because you were sort of. You didn't think that was dead, but you thought it was, you didn't know if it could be, uh, I guess, resuscitated is the word I want to use, but because you were like, yeah, I don't think so. I'm like, why don't you just ask somebody? Yeah. What do you know about that? And And then the negative example is for a promotion (laughs) test. I'm going to go there. Um, I had just retrained into a new career field. And I didn't want to study for the promotion test that I was eligible to take because they told me, says, well, you can take it at your next duty assignment. You don't have to take it before you leave. So that's the mindset I went into, you know, all this stuff with. Well, I'll have to study right now. 
And then when we came back and we're getting ready to move to a new location, we only had like two or three weeks to get ready to go. And I didn't want to study. Why do today? Why test today? What you can put off for another year. (laughs) Exactly. But when I got back before they would let me leave the base, in theory anyway, they told me that, well, you have to take the test so we can clear you off our books. So I'm like, well, it's too late to study now, so I'm just not going to do it. I've only got, you know, a couple of weeks to prepare, so forget about it. I'm not going to do it. And you tried to coach me, but I was shut off to that coaching at that point because I did not want to study. You were very closed. Yes, Mm -hmm. I was... um you even, I think you even said, what if you miss it by one question because you didn't study? I remember using it as, an, as the example of what if it is just that simple? Because something inside me knew this was your time. Mm-hmm. I just knew it. There have been times in my life where I've just known, you ever, if you're listening to this, have you ever felt that way? You just, you just knew something. You don't know why you knew it. You didn't have a reason for knowing it. It wasn't something you should know. You just knew it anyway. Yeah, that's where I was. And I just knew. I knew there were zero doubts inside. You needed to study a little tiny bit because it was your time. And you were like, F that. I'm not doing it. So listening audience, guess what happened? I missed the promotion by eight hundredths of a point. Yeah, less than one point. Less than one question. One more question would have and done I would it. have had it. Mm-hmm. And instead it took me four years more to make it. Mm-hmm. So because I was closed off to coaching. Also, can I just say, if you're listening and you are a husband, listen to your wife. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, she's going to be right. <laughs> yeah, okay. So what, what drove you to want to pursue this certified high-performance coaching program? Uh, oh, here we go. Okay. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> a year ago, I hired a high-performance coach to coach me. And I went through the first round with her. It was 12 weeks. And the curriculum was eye-opening. Like, there weren't instant huge changes, but there was instant huge awareness and insightfulness that I had not, like, as aware and as insightful as I am about myself, my crap, my wins, my power, my weaknesses, I, it was a whole new level and I worked with her and then I decided to keep going and she actually was making a shift in her career. And so I got a new coach and I worked with her for 12 weeks and that curriculum built on the first curriculum and it was even more, I really started to see change in myself then. And then I went on and hired her again for the third round. And that curriculum has been my favorite so far, hands down. I loved the first one. I love the second one. But I am, I don't even know what's a word for more love. But what, what, what's, a, what's a word that describes more? Do you want it like in a different language? Yeah. Grossa. <laughs> bigger? <laughs> big? <laughs> yeah, the German word for big? Yeah, just bigger. Man, it's just Muy. amazing. Yeah. We love. Does, doesn't that mean very? I don't know. I don't think you speak Spanish and you don't don't know. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, I loved it even more. And I could feel uh, the changes in me. And I knew that it was the curriculum as well as the skill that comes. I could see the changes in you. Yeah. I I love that. Thank you. Um, I feel different. So hopefully you see different. But anyway, I... It was the curriculum, but also it was the skill that she has as a high performance coach. Mm -hmm. 
And I knew that at some point I was going to get that certification, but I kind of thought it would be next year because it cost a lot of money Mm -hmm. and it was a lot of work. And I knew both of those things, you know, ahead of time that like, oh, I need to put that off until next year so I can get ready. But an opportunity presented itself after coaching summit. And that's when I was like, nope, now's the time. Got to seize it while it's here. And so I did. So I knew I had to do it. And it was because of the curriculum, because as you know, and I said this in one of the episodes around that time, I realized the difference was the one of the first coaches I had hired was not a high performance coach. And I didn't have a lot of change. I did have some. Yes, Mm -hmm. I did have some insights. It was okay. It wasn't bad at all. But it was on a completely lesser, lower level, I guess. And I that that coaching made me realize I needed to create a curriculum for my clients. And I started doing that. I had already had some things that I did with all clients, but then I would tailor some things for clients as we went along, as things came up. Mm-hmm. But doing the third round of sessions with Betsy over the summer made me realize, nope, I need even more. And I also realized people sometimes know that they want something, but they don't always know what it is. And at least that was the case for me too. And I've heard other people say it as well. And the first coach that I had hired that was not the high performance coach, she didn't have a curriculum. She didn't have a set thing, but I didn't realize that that was the problem until much later. Mm -hmm. And I would have benefited from her having a set thing. And so then when I coached with someone or was coached by someone who did have a curriculum and had like, she guided me through things, questions, topics, areas. That's when I was like, oh, this is what's making all the difference in the world. And then when I dug a little deeper into the curriculum, I found out that actually Brendan wrote it and it was tested by two universities in California, I want to say. Yeah, they did studies on it. And yeah, that's what it was. They did studies and they talked about its effectiveness. Like it's been proven over and over. These questions, this style, all of this was put together. And um, I was like, oh, that's why it works because I'm a product of it. So Mm -hmm. I had to, I had to get in there because of the difference it's made. I've had good coaches. I've had business coaches. I've had life coaches and um, they've helped, but this has made the biggest shift in me ever. Yeah. More than all the others combined. Yeah. The things I've noticed is you're a lot more focused and driven to pursue the things that are going to progress you forward. Yeah. You have a lot more clarity on the thought processes. Some of the things that would you would stumble on and would trip you up, the outside stuff coming in, you're able to sort through that quicker and mm-hmm. figure out that, okay, this is not... This is not really that big a deal, and I shouldn't give it as much time as I give it because it's not going to propel me forward. It's holding me back. Yep. I definitely, uh, the clarity is unmatched. Like, I am so much clearer. There's something powerful about unwinding things with a coach who asks thoughtful, clarifying, powerful questions to help you get to deeper in as to your why and Mm -hmm. what it is that you want. And when you have that kind of clarity, and then in my case, I had peace about the clarity that I had developed. Like I was clear on what I wanted, what I didn't want, where I was going, why I wanted to get there. And, and clarity, not just like 
and then energy, clarity with my energy. And mm-hmm. I know that sounds funny because we just think of energy as go, 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 do, do, do. But there is physical energy, but there's emotional energy and there's spiritual energy. And I had clarity around those as well. Mm-hmm. And the areas, you know, sometimes when you get clarity on something you want, you know that it is something that other people aren't going to understand or support or agree with. And that's okay. But the other that I would have said, I mean, you're right. I agree. I have a lot more alignment now, but I would have said clarity and peace were the two biggest things I got out of all this coaching. And there is another level to it, another round of sessions, but I'm not going to do those right now because of the cost behind the certification. But um, no, the ability to sort through the things in your life, what's working, what's not working, and kind of help you put words to what matters most and put your energy into those things. Like that's very powerful. And actually thinking about when you were in Texas and you realized that they needed instructors, when I asked you, when I reminded you, but you said back in 19, because this was like what, 98? Mm-hmm. And like in 1989 was when you were in tech school yeah. and you came home that day and said, I want to do this. I said to you, but you said you wanted to do this. And I was just reminding of you, reminding you of what you said you wanted. And honestly, the power of coaching was that you had a new opportunity at that moment to say, you know, I do still want that. Or you could have thought about it and said, that's not really on my radar anymore. That was a Mm. season for then. And you could have, you, you could have not gone and become an instructor and it would have been fine, but it was just the idea. The question is what helps you know or decide, is this what I want? But that's what coaching is. Yeah. We, we have times in our life where you have a good option, a better option and the best option. Yes. Right. So we had a, a really good or better option to go to another country and experience another culture. That you know that is the one regret that I have. I have two regrets in all of your Air Force career. The first was that we were far from family and our kids missed out on cousins because I think cousin relationships are special. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sorry that they missed out on that and relationship with their grandparents. The second thing that makes me sad is that that was the only opportunity we ever had to go overseas as a family. Mm-hmm. And I'm just telling you Being in the minority in a country is very shaping to your character in both good and bad ways. And what I mean by bad ways, I mean you learn stuff about you you don't like. You'll learn stuff about you you Mm -hmm. do like, but anytime you are in a minority, you grow and you grow hard. I've lived in three other countries or two other countries That would have been my third foreign country to live in. I was welcoming the opportunity. I wanted my kids to understand what it feels like to not be in the majority and the vulnerability that comes with being in a place where you can't read the signs, where you can't find your own directions, where you need to ask for help. It is humbling. Man, you develop character and empathy like you cannot imagine. And so I was always very sad that we ended up never going to a foreign country 
as a family after that. You and I, of course, moved mm-hmm. to Germany, but um, the boys never got to leave the country. Yeah. And that makes me sad. That was a disservice to them. But it was great for your career because we also discovered in the meantime that you're a really gifted educator. You are right. good at teaching and breaking down technical things into ways that even people who need it explained to them, like they're six years old, like me, can understand. And so, yeah, it was it was good. But what I really love, like that is the power of coaching is and is is the asking of questions that clarify things. Because you could have just mm-hmm. as easily, like even with the Air Force conversation on our second date, I could have said, well, what? why is it too late? And you could have said, well, I don't want to anymore, or I don't know that I want that kind of life or whatever. And that would have been fine. But as it turned out, that dream wasn't dead. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't impossible like you thought. And so then it turned into things like, oh, i got to face my fears because even though I want that, I'm a little afraid about some things. Never been outside of this state Never or flown on a plane. Right. Uh, all the things that, you know, they're like going to yell at me. <laughs> and they did. And they did. Yes. <laughs> and so, you know, you face those other things, but it was still something that you wanted and you, you knew why you wanted it. And so, yeah, that's the power of coaching for sure. So you, you had um, mentioned a little while ago about you got your certification, but you're going to put off the next round of the personal coaching that you can get because of cost. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to kind of hit on that a little bit because each time you would come up with training that you wanted to go to or a program you wanted to go to, because we always make decisions, especially big decisions about money. We make that decision together. Mm-hmm. We talk about it and weigh the pros and cons. <laughs> and and you always come money. up and says, um, babe, I need you to think about this. And let me know what you think. And each round was, you know, it's going to be this much money. And (laughs) I'm like, okay. And then, well, the next round is this much money. And sometimes I would think like, when does it stop? I wondered if you thought that. I remember the one time um, after the first round, I was, it's no big deal to ask you for the first one. And at the end of it. Well, with the first one, I was thinking, you know, you had had this business coach and that price. And I'm like, well, as long as it's less than that, then I'm all for it because <laughs> that one was high. Um, yeah, she was very expensive. And very, it was less. So we're like, I'm on board. Let's go. It was a lot less. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but that second one, as the first round ended and I said to you, I really would like to talk about going on to the next one. And you were like, oh, OK. And you sounded surprised. And I was like, well, I feel like I'm building up some momentum. And I don't want to stop now. And you were like, yeah, I get that. I totally get mm. that. And then when I came to you for the third one, you were like, oh. And then you said. Well, and we had already discussed prior to the third, the second one ending and the third one starting. Yeah, I said you know, I wasn't we doing more. <laughs> and, and then, it, you know. But I got charged, man. It was yeah. the charge sessions. And right. I got charged. And then I found out that the third round was a whole lot more about personal freedom. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is the, like, it builds. You know, you do the core 12 Mm -hmm. and you do the charged and then you do the declarations and then you do the leadership ones. And so, yeah, they're they're on the horizon. But I, you relax, easy, (laughs) breathe for a minute. I will not ask you (laughs) for multiple dollars for that until next year. But the important thing is it's an investment. It is. Because it... It's increasing your skill set. It's increasing your ability to help other people because you're able to take what you're learning 
and roll it into the people that you work with. Dude, my, so my to level. To me, it was, okay, this is an investment. We're not throwing yes. money away. No. We're not burning it. We're not smoking it. We're not doing it. We are investing in our future as a family, in our business future. And so that's what I viewed it. And then you made the comment not too long ago is it dawned on you that, hey, these are my student loans. They are my student loans because yeah. I, I, I paid for some of them outright, but I put some on a card. Yeah, we just didn't go through the government to get our student loan money. We, you know. I do not. We self-loaned it. I, I do not co-parent or co-agency myself with the government at all. So, so yeah, I just wanted to, to put that out. It's, you have to view these things with, you know, getting somebody to help you navigate through the struggles in your life and things like that. It's, it's an investment. It's not, you're not throwing money away. You're investing in yourself. You absolutely never throw money away when you invest in yourself. Like jokes aside, I can laugh mm-hmm. and make funny comments about the money thing and some of the looks on your faces. And the one time that I asked you over the phone while you were at work <laughs> so that you could simmer on it and I wouldn't have to look directly at you right away. You could think about it before you answered me. But all of those jokes aside, every time I invest in me, my return is a hundred thousand more than that. Mm-hmm. I don't just 10 X that investment. It's a hundred thousand more well, easily. Anything you go into, especially when, there's a monetary value tied to it. You give it everything you've got. You get the last drop of the education that you can get out of. You squeeze it for all it's worth. I have spent, because you want you want the value. I have spent the equivalent of a very fancy German luxury car on my education. I take that very seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I am not wasting money, and I'm not here to play. I'm serious. Yeah. But you know the thing is, I deeply desire to help people change their lives to make them what they want and not step, not settle for status quo. And my ability to serve people just went up exponentially with what I learned mm-hmm. in certification. Yeah. It, it is such a higher level. I mean, I thought I was an okay, pretty good coach before. I'm intuitive. I ask a lot of clarifying questions. I do help people get some clarity. I do help people remember their wins. I do help people. I remind them of their why over some things, just like Mm -hmm. you talked about. But this is at a whole nother level. And I'm not saying that lightly, like it's legit, just like I was coached at a whole other level compared to the other coaches that I'd hired, including the business coach, Mm -hmm. that's what I'm going to be giving to people. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited excited. to see where this goes. People who work with me are going to be excited because they're going to be kicking ass all over the place and taking names. But I don't know. Investing in yourself is hard. Once I got over it, you know, the first, golly, when I... Um, what was the first time I invested in me really big time that was scary was probably that business coach. Mm-hmm. That was definitely the yeah, most was, money I ever was spent. The, the biggest of, of all of our marriage yes. investments that we made yes. as far as, you know, training, coaching and making I don't know. personal Do- Dr. Scott, we probably, we probably, we paid more for him. Yeah. But so did insurance. Yeah, we did have help with insurance, but we still paid a lot. Yeah, we did. We that insurance didn't pay those credit card bills that numbed the pain of going to mm, Dr. Scott. True. But, um, yeah, she was the biggest investment. And once I got over that, though, I mean, and I learned from her. Right. And I don't regret that. And I also understand that with Dr. Scott, I didn't come away ever 
Not a single week did I walk away and go, man, that was a good session today. I feel so great. Most of the time I came home, I left there in tears Mm -hmm. or angry, sad, angry, bitter, all of it, everything combined with tears. That's how I left almost all the time. But coaching is, it's an influence. It's a process where you are led to discover things about yourself, where you're led to make decisions for your life, um, improving your performance and just general better living. And all of those things happened after Dr. Scott. Mm -hmm. They just took a while. And then the coach, the business coach I hired, I got some clarity and some things from working with her. And a lot, some days, like I remember one day she taught me something and I was like, oh my gosh, that is worth its weight in gold right there. But more clarity came later. And in fact, I developed some beliefs about what I believe, about what I think clients need that are better for them because of working with her. And honestly, it was because of something that I needed Mm -hmm. that I didn't get. And that's okay. I mean, learning is learning. It doesn't matter if it was, you know, when I went to college, I learned a whole lot of stuff I didn't need, didn't want, and won't use. And that's with anything. I think when you're getting an education, when you're learning, if you invest in yourself with coaching or therapy or whatever, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. You don't walk away on top of the world every single time, but you do keep learning. And in fact, my, my current high performance coach had jury duty and she had to be on call for two straight weeks. So we had to miss two sessions. And when we came back after her jury duty was over. She asked me how things were going. And I was like, oh, they're really great. And she said, what's new since we talked? And I started rattling off stuff and she laughed. I was like, what's so funny? Because it wasn't something funny. And she said, I knew since it had been a couple of weeks since we talked that when I came back on to talk to you today, that you were going to have things to tell me. She said, I didn't know it would be this much. She said, you really had some stuff that come up. And that's how it works. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you just... Get those breakthroughs. You feel like you're taking these tiny baby steps and there's nothing wrong with baby steps. They're effective. But then one day you just stop and look back at where you were and you realize just how far away that is because you've come so much farther than you think because you don't feel the growth all the time. That doesn't mean it's not happening. At least that was my experience. Yeah. And so she laughed. She was like, oh, I had no idea it would be like this, though. <laughs> and of course, that was when I made the decision I was going to coaching summit. And then <clears throat> by the time she and I talked again, I had already signed up for certification. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, oh, my goodness, you really just like whew, ran right on through. And so, yeah, it's uh, it's good. So you've been working with your high performance coaches for a little over a year, right? Uh, just under, like in a okay. couple of weeks. It's one year. Okay. How long would it have taken you to get here without them? I might have been dead by then. I mean, like, seriously. And, I, you know, I'm always thinking about how I can be 1% better today than I was yesterday. That's always like my driving mantra kind of a thing. Some of these areas that she and I have worked on, I might have hit them in several years, but there are some of them I don't know that I would ever have hit because some of the questions that she has asked me at times have really been very jarring, like, oh, like almost like that slap in the face on Gone with the Wind. Like she suddenly is like, got everything straightened out. Like, oh, okay, I'm here. Mm -hmm. I'm here. That's what some of her questions are like with me. And And when that happens, it's like blinders that have been 
covering you all over just fall off and you suddenly develop 20-20 vision and you're like, this is what I need. That's what I don't need. This is where I'm putting my time. That's not where I'm putting my time anymore. This is wonderful, but it doesn't serve me. This is fun, but it's just a distraction. It's not moving me forward. And it's not that everything in life has to always be moving me forward. It's okay to be distracted sometimes, but my distractions were keeping me from reaching my goals. And there are people in this world who need my help. And if I'm goofing off being distracted and not doing my thing, too much, then those people will not get the help they need. Yeah. And I can say for me, Coaching Summit was kind of an eye opener. And I was just going to support you to the point that, you know, I had a very good career in the Air Force. You did? I was, in a lot of ways, an overachiever. Sure. Um, High performance because I was very dependable. People would put me in jobs and in positions to clean up other people's messes and correct things or once I got to be a supervisor to fix the section that was not the best in the world and to bring it up to speed. So I felt like I was getting used all the time. And when I retired, it's like, I don't ever want to do that again. So I just kind of gave up and went on autopilot Mm -hmm. and just kind of status quo, didn't want to excel, didn't want to, had no drive because I was tired. Can I tell you how hard that was to sit back and watch? Oh, I can imagine. Do you remember me asking you Uh questions? (laughs) Coaching me? Yes, I remember. And But going through the coaching summit and listening to your feedback from your coaching sessions helped me to realize that, you know what, I've kind of, I've hurt myself because I'm not being me. It reignited the fire that's in there. Yes, so, that's what coaching does. So now I've got a, a basically a new lease on life, and there are things that I want to achieve now in my life that I kind of gave up on. Because you forgot who you were. I forgot who I was. And now I've been able to remember that through indirect coaching. You're welcome. <laughs> indirect coaching <laughs> from, from my coach. So, yeah. So... I agree. I've seen that. I've noticed that in you too. And yes, I absolutely would have said you were a high performer when you were in the Air Force. But I did watch you kind of become a little bit apathetic about some things when you retired. And it was because you were burned out. You'd been babysitting Mm -hmm. adults. They were not giving you the things that you needed to do your best work. And they were, I mean, just that whole thing of, you know, you, you very much understood that the higher ups were going to chew on your butt and then you were in turn not. Now, normally people chew on the butts mm-hmm. below them, but you were not going to do that. You were going to educate and empower and teach. And you did that. But at the same time, you were pretty exhausted because you felt so taken advantage mm-hmm. of. And so you were ready, like, you know what? I, I don't want to do anything except show up. Mm-hmm. And for a little while, you tried to be okay with being a B player, mm-hmm. but you are not a B player. And when you are not in congruence with who you really are, it doesn't feel good, does it? No, it doesn't. <laughs> so you had to get really uncomfortable um, to make those changes and be like, you know what? I did not like babysitting adults, mm-hmm. but I also let like, cause some of that stuff, I think, I don't know. I can't say you took it personally, but some of it you kind of took too much on and sort of forgot a little bit that like I'm I'm here to just do well, yeah, these I no, things. I had no boundaries. I couldn't say no. Yeah, that's uh that's important one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, habits are good and you had some good habits. Uh, through the years, mm-hmm. you've you've had some good habits and they do matter. You do get results from habits. 
But high performance coaching, I think you mentioned earlier how it's different than regular coaching. When I went to get my first certification to become a coach, because there is no, I don't know if you're listening to this and you think there's like a coaching association or something that certifies people, there is not. You can literally call yourself a coach and start selling services and whether you're good or not, it doesn't matter. And there's no one watching, no one to, to regulate any of that, which is a, both a good and a bad thing mm -hmm. because it's, it can be easy for someone to get started. But if you're not any good, that means you might be taking money from people and not giving them anything in return of value. But I was taught some okay things, but like I said, it was sort of, Brendan refers to it as like the old school coaching stuff where I did ask clients like, what are your goals? What are you working on right now? And what do you want that to look like later? And that's great. But high performance coaching, it does use, you know, goals and clarification. What, what are you shooting for? What are you working on? It does incorporate habits, of course, and encourage them. But if you, high performance coaching works on the inward stuff as much as it does mm -hmm. the outward. And so if you're super successful and you've achieved a lot in life on the outside, but you don't know how to calm yourself on the inside or get centered during the storms of life, well, you're out of balance. Mm -hmm. And high performance coaching has brought that to me. Mm -hmm. I, I, In fact, I would say probably a lot of stuff may not look quite doesn't look very different on the outside. If you were looking at my life and the things that I do, some things maybe don't look so different, but on the inside, I feel completely different. I am so much more focused. I am so much more, and I was pretty discerning before, but I'm even more discerning now about where my time is going mm -hmm. and what is going to either bring me more joy, bring me more peace, uh, bring me more satisfaction or bring me, make a bigger impact, help me help people more, help my clients more, or be a bigger impact to like my family or something. And so all of that has been on the inside. And I think that over time, those things bubble out. And that's been some of what you've been mm -hmm. seeing. Yeah, you've got more tools in your toolbox to help you sort through those challenges that yes. come up, the storms of life, <clears throat> like you said. And I've been using them and I mm -hmm. hope I always use them. Hope I never forget to use them because they're powerful. Yes. I, my understanding is just so much. Can you, can your understanding be deeper and higher at the same time? Cause that's how it feels. Of course it can. Well, I guess it can cause I said it. <laughs> You're Eva Miller. Yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah. So that's the change. And the way this affects you is that first and foremost, if you are looking for a coach to work with, and you've been thinking about working with me, you should know that this is what you're getting on an even deeper and higher level. It also affects you because as I lean into this, because this is now my only offer, I know that I had talked about another offer a couple of months ago, but that is no longer an offer of mine. This high performance coaching, these 12 sessions, they are my only offer. And I'm not doing a no curriculum, you know, coaching program anymore. And also it's very as, structured. It is very structured. Yes. Because that's what like 
when you're going down the road, if you're left to your own devices, some people like me will stop and smell every flower along the way and then wonder why I'm not getting anywhere as fast as I want to. Mm -hmm. But it also like I don't have any plans to change the podcast right now. But as I lean more into high performance coaching, some of the things that I talk about might change a little bit. Um, I'm, I'm still very much all about decluttering your mind and living free and having, you know, emotional freedom and living, you know, designing a life you love, not living from someone else's script. I'll, I'll always, that's always going to be me, but some high performance stuff will definitely be influencing, you know, maybe the direction and some of the topics that I, it might narrow them and it might broaden them. I don't know. We'll see. This is still new and I'm still absorbing all the things that I learned, but yeah, so that's how it affects you. So I hope you are as excited about this as I am because it's going to be an incredible ride and I can't wait to see it all unfold. It's going to be awesome. It is going to be awesome. <clears throat> you got any more things you want to talk about? No, not at the moment. Okay. It's good. I'm okay. excited. I just, I'm pumped. I'm jazzed. I'm ready to go. Oh, wow. And okay, can you take some of that energy and go cook me a steak? Sure. I'm hungry. Okay. All right. Thanks for tuning in. I'll be back next week with more. Maybe Big Sexy will be with me. Maybe he won't. I don't know. He will have to check his very busy schedule and have his people get back to my people. Right. <laughs> Y'all have a great week. Talk to you next time. Have a great week. Talk to you guys later. Bye.